This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Rabbi it is very important for one to know, including myself, why in the world are we in this world? I know that sounds funny, but why in the world are we in this world? You wake up in the morning, God gives you health, He gives you life again and again and again. But then you look in the news and you wonder, why does this person pass away? Why does this person live? Why is this person sick with corona and this person not? Why is this person having good business and good money and this person is ay 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 doing very bad when it comes to parnasah, when it comes to making a living? Why is this person married, this person not? Why is this person having children and this person not? There are so many questions that come up because we know this world Hashem created, God Hashem created this world. And every single moment, the Chachamim tell us, the Rabbis tell us, every single moment when the world is still going on, God is keeping the world open. God keeps on pumping up. He's, it's like an, it's like, what's it called? A generator, electric generator that keeps on pumping more and more and more into this world. So every moment that this world is open and nature is still nature and everything is going well, that means Hashem still wants this world to be open. But why? Why would Hashem every single day wake us up, bring us into this life, into this world with so many questions? Rabotai, that's a very, very good question for one to ask. And the answer is even better. Every single person has a reason why he's in this world. Every single person has a goal of why God put him in this world. No one should ever get that sense of feeling that he's useless in this world, that there's no point of him. No one should ever get that feeling that maybe there's no point of him in this world. There's so much people that are so much better than him and so many other things. Chas v'shalom! God forbid for anybody to ever, ever even cross that mindset that maybe I'm not needed in the world. Every single human being, men, women, children, there is a reason why them and specifically that individual is in this world. And whatever he or she is supposed to accomplish in this world, whatever God assigned them with to come down to this world with to accomplish, nobody else in the world can get it done. Everybody has their own personal diary with God in this such thing as being an extra individual. There is no such thing as being a person that's not needed in the world. If you're alive, if you wake up in the morning, if you're up that day, that means Hashem, God has a plan for you that He wants you and only you to do during that day. So every single person has a goal in this world. That answers the question, why is it that sometimes a person can be wealthy and another person is not? Why is it that somebody is not married just yet, but the other person is? And why is it that sometimes a person is sick from corona and the other person is not? The answer to that is, Rabotai, my uh, fellow listeners, I'll call you, from New York, Connecticut to New Jersey. The answer to that is, every individual has a plan and a mission in this world. So if he, if this fellow got sick and the other one not, that means God wants from him right now to fulfill his life with a mission while being sick and the other one not. If one is not married just yet, that means God wants him at that moment to live his life and fulfill his mission not being married that day and that week and that month of that year. 
And if God gets someone to get married, that means he wants him to fulfill the mission while he's married. But everything has a plan. Everyone has a mission. There's a reason why everything is giving to a person, to every single individual. David the Melech in Tehillim writes, David the Melech writes in Tehillim, in Kapitel Tzadik Gimel, in English they call it 93. Over there, David Amelech, David, King David writes in Tehillim, that he doesn't understand anybody who denies God. He doesn't understand. He says, every single morning babies are born. Every single day babies are born. God creates every single day. Hashem manufactures every single day noses, eyeballs, ears, mouths. Every single day Hashem creates human beings. You don't think that the creator of the world, who creates all the eyes that can see in the world, you don't think he can see you? You don't think the creator of the world, who created all the minds and all the brains in the world, can understand what you're thinking? Hashem sees, Hashem watches and listens and understands everything that goes on in the world and every person is individual life. Everything that you see, Hashem sees. Everything that you're thinking, Hashem sees it. Everything that you watch, everything that you hear, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees everything. Hashem is in control. Hashem sees everything that we do 24-7. We are never alone. Wherever we are in the world, we are never alone. Hashem is with us 24-7. 24-7 Hashem is with us. I want to share with you a very interesting story that happened to this fellow in Israel. This story is called Hashgacha Patit. In English, I think they call it... Uh, remind me, I think it's called divine providence or something. I don't know, whatever it is. By the way, I was born in Israel, so my English is not so good. But the point is, this story illustrates, big word for me, how Hashem exists and Hashem is watching every single person. And if, if we only were open up our eyes to see how much Hashem watches over us, how much Hashem everywhere, everywhere, everywhere we go is always giving us a hand, is always wanting to talk to us to get closer and closer to Him. This story happened in Eretz said in Israel a couple of weeks ago. You had a fellow that has a certain uh, sickness that when he needs sugar, if he doesn't get the sugar that he needs, whether it's candies, whether it's a cup of Coke or cake, if he doesn't get it right away, his blood rushes and he could collapse on the floor. He can faint. So this happened on the night of Shabbos, the Sabbath. And of course, we don't use our phones. We don't carry our wallets. We can't buy anything. He can't call anybody. So he's walking home at night, Friday, Friday night on Shabbat with nothing in his pockets. And suddenly he gets this random attack, unexpected. He gets a random attack that he needs his candies. He needs the sugar. He needs a cup of Coke. He doesn't know what to do. He finds a random bench in someone's backyard in Yerushalayim in Jerusalem. He sits down and he starts talking to Hashem, Hashem. Please help me out. Hashem, please send me somehow something. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to collapse. I can't call anybody out of the phone. I can't run anywhere. I'm going to collapse while I'm running. Hashem, please help me. Please help me. And as he's praying to Hashem, the Almighty HaKadosh Baruch Hu watches over us. His friend, his neighbor, for some reason, was walking by the same spot where he was sitting. This person was sitting in the backyard in a bench. In someone's backyard. He sees his neighbor pass by on Friday night. And he starts screaming, Hey, hey, do you have any candies on you? What a random question to ask on a Friday night when you see your neighbor. But he asks him, Do you have candy on you? His friend reaches his pocket. He says, Actually, yes. He pulls out two candies. 
He gives it to his friend. His friend makes a bracha, the blessing before eating candy. And then he has his candy and he's feeling okay. He got better. Rabatai, listen to what happened here. The neighbor explains to him. The neighbor had the candy in his pocket. He says, you don't understand what just happened. I just came back from a party, a Friday night party, a si'uda of all our friends together. We sing and we drink and the beautiful, beautiful Friday night of Shabbat, the beauty, beauty time, all of us together learning and singing the Zmirota songs of Shabbat, all of us together, all our friends and family. As I'm walking out, two kids from a balcony from the fourth floor decided to play a joke and they threw candies from the balcony. Those two candies, boom, landing straight on my head. I picked it up and I said, if Hashem wanted the candies to fall on my head, there's a reason for it too. So I put it in my pocket. Now I know why Hashem sent me those candies. Now I know why it fell on my head in order for me to deliver it to you. The person sitting on the bench who badly, badly needed candy. Rabotai, we learn from here that everything is calculated. Everything Hashem calculates. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem calculated that those candies should fall specifically at that time in order to fall on the guy's head for him to actually care about it, to pick it up, to put it in his pocket, to deliver it to this fellow who was currently asking and begging Hashem to please send him candy. This story is tremendous and at the same time it's not tremendous. Why is it tremendous? Because it's a big wake-up call how Hashem calculates every moment in our lives. Now, why is it not so tremendous? Because it's really no big deal. If we open up our eyes, every Jew anywhere in the world, if we open up our eyes and look for how much chesed, how much kindness Hashem has for us, we will have notebooks and notebooks full, full of how much we see Hashem's chesedim and how much God takes care of us every single day. There's actually a fellow, I want to say, I want to share with you another story. Before I share with you another story, I want to remind everybody to call. I see that I had two calls already, but I missed them. I'm sorry about that. So if anybody wants to call, the number is 718-303-9090. 718-303-9090. If any person has any story to share with us, how Hashem specifically was watching over him that minute and he was able, she was able to see Hashem's hand clearly, please give us a call and share with the world your story and spread Hashem's name as much as possible. So I want to share with you another story. This story happened to a person in Lakewood. This fellow was having a hard time making money. So he went to his rabbi and his rabbi told him, hey, let me, let me, I see this. Three numbers calling now, but hold up, guys. I'm sorry about that. Let me finish the story, okay? It's my show. So I'm joking. I'm a hold up. So he tells him, let me tell you what to do. You know what I should tell you to do? Take a notebook and write down not how much money you don't have, but how much money you do have. Don't look at how much God doesn't give you. How about you look at how much God does give you? Take a notebook a little small composition notebook from Staples, and start writing writing down how many things God does give you every single day. You'll be shocked that when you focus on the good, when you focus on how much you do have, you're going to realize how happy you are because you're going to realize how much you have, you'll be so much happier. And all the bad will be taken away. So he writes in his notebook, he mentioned only three things in this story that I know of. He said the next morning he took his notebook. He goes to the grocery store. There was no more milk. 
What happens? As he's leaving the store and the owner told him there's no more milk, he walks out, the delivery truck of the milk passes by. Wow, look at that. Abracadabra. He goes in his notebook and he writes, God just delivered me milk. He goes home. His wife and him lose the pacifier for the baby. Oh, yo, yo, when you lose that pacifier, you have to get the SWAT team over there to find it. But he starts praying to Hashem to help him find the pacifier. A second later, he says, he turns around, looks under the couch. He finds the pacifier. Abracadabra. He writes it there in his notebook. God found me the pacifier. Comes Friday, he wasn't in a good mood. You know, he wasn't into this whole Shabbat thing, this whole Sabbath thing. You know, it happens sometimes, so... Uh, you know, some people, including myself. His son comes back from school and he tells them, Daddy, Daddy, I got a hundred on my test. A hundred on my test. Wow! He writes it in his notebook. My son got a hundred on my test. Thank you, Hashem, for giving me that sense of accomplishment. That sense of gratitude to see my son succeeding so much in school. Because that put me in a good mood. Now I can enter the Shabbat with a much better mood. Thank you, Hashem, for sending me that Bracha, that gift, that breaking news that my son is doing well right before Shabbat. So now I can have a better Shabbat. And as the weeks go by, he kept on writing in his diary more acts of chesed, more acts of chesed that Hashem gave him. He goes to the rabbi a couple of weeks later and tells him, here's my notebook. The rabbi opens up the notebook and he says, wow, look at that. All I see is Hashem, Hashem, Hashem. Hashem is there, Hashem is here, Hashem is there and everywhere. When you open up your eyes, you see how much Hashem is all over the place. How much Hashem gives us. Hashem gives us life every single morning. Hashem gives us air to breathe, gives us food to eat. So much food to eat here in America and it should continue to be like that. So much different flavors to choose from. There are so many opportunities in life. There's so much goodness Hashem gives us. Focus on the good. When you focus on the good, you realize how much Hashem gives you. You'll be happier. The bad, what you think you're missing, what you think you're missing at the moment, you'll see how much you don't need it and how it will come at a different time, at the right time from Hashem. When you take a white piece of paper, I see all the calls are calling in. When you have a white piece of paper and you have one brown dot in the middle or one green dot or one black dot, says of Dessler, when you ask the person, what do you see? He will tell you, I see the black dot. I see that small green dot, that small brand. He wouldn't tell you, I see a white piece of paper. Although more than most of the paper is white. Why? Because a person automatically looks at the small things. A person automatically looks at what he's missing. He doesn't look at how much white paper there is. He looks at the little green dot there. So to a person in life, although Hashem gives them so much good. But a person naturally tends to look at the small things that he's missing. The little dots here and there that he thinks he needs and he doesn't have. And he starts screaming and asking God, what's going on, God? I thought you exist. Why don't I have X, Y, and Z? How come he doesn't, he doesn't? How come she doesn't, she doesn't? But Rabotai, Rabotai, we have to wake ourselves up and all the listeners in Connecticut, Newark, and New Jersey. All of us together, let's recognize how much God gives us, how much Hashem gives us. Our lives will change. When we live with Hashem, when we recognize how much He's with us, our lives turn over. There is no greater life than living with God. There is no greater enjoyment than a life of living with Hashem every single day. Thank you for all the listeners calling in. The number is 718-909-3030. 718. Uh, what I just said is made that up. 718-909-3030. 
718-303-9090, 718-303-9090. This is the Real Jewish Talk radio show with Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi. If you have any questions, please call in. We're going to discuss a lot more topics in the upcoming hour, a lot more topics. If you have any questions, please call up right after this song. So diverse yet united at its core. Oh, freedom, opportunity, allowing us to soar. It's been four years, four great years, and you know, don't you really know? You've been heaven sent, Mr. President, to stand strong. The glory of our history, our flag is flying high. Oh, the promise of our future, we raise our voices high. It's been four years, four great years, and you know, don't you really know? You've been heaven sent, Mr. President, to stand strong now. We love America. On the news, they try to hide all your victories, your accomplishments, the way you lead with pride. But truth is always stronger. So join us as we sing our song. Come on, let's sing it for America. How much we appreciate our country. Sing along, my friends. Hello everybody, welcome back to the radio, this is Real Jewish Talk with me, Yaakov Rahimi or whatever, Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi. Thank you for all the calls that are calling in, 718-303-9090, before the break, we spoke about the importance of recognizing how Hashem is here with us 24-7. Um, we had a few calls here before, one of them, um, a person from Forest Hills, thank you for calling, asked that I did not introduce myself and who, who I am, and that's a very true point. So let me, a little history about myself over here, for all the listeners that are listening in. So Hi. How's everybody's day? How, uh, good night to everybody. 
Welcome to 2021. I hope the year is going well for you so far. My name is Yaakov Rahimi. Uh, I myself grew up in Los Angeles, not New York, thank God. Uh, later on, we moved to New Jersey. Uh, from Lakewood, New Jersey, the holy town Lakewood, New Jersey, I grew up in the city of Lakewood, a very, very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful growing Torah community. I was lucky enough to grow up there. Right now, I live in Brooklyn, New York, a beautiful, beautiful Jewish community. <clears throat> I went to yeshiva my whole life, and right now what I do, I learn Torah all day. Thank you, Hashem, for that opportunity. I learn Torah all day. If anybody else wants to see more, because it's very awkward talking about yourself, so if whoever wants to see more about me, about what I do, you go to the website, TorahAnytime.com, Torah. Anytime.com and you type in Yaakov Rahimi, Y-A-A-K-O-V-R-A-H-I-M-I. And you're going to see many, many different lectures that Hashem gave me the honor to give. The zechut, the merit. And uh, whatever, you want to do your research, go ahead. It's Chacham uh, Google. So we're going to move on to the next topic. Somebody here asked a question. Somebody asked a question here. Thank you so much for sending in the question. All the way from... Edison, New Jersey. Look at that. Thank you, Dave, from Edison, New Jersey. What is the point of Shabbat? Thank you for the question. What is the point of keeping Shabbat? Beautiful question. Hashem told us, God told us, the most beautiful gift we have, one of the most beautiful gifts we have besides the Torah, the Holy Torah, is Shabbat, the Sabbath. Now the question is, why is Shabbat a gift from Hashem? You know, because many times when I go around speaking in different places, a lot of people ask the same beautiful question. That Shabbat sometimes tends, chas shalom, it's hard to say, but tends to be a little maybe boring to some people. Why? Because you can't go on your phone, you can't look at the news, you can't write, you can't drive, you can't cook, you can't take showers, you can't do anything on Shabbat. So how can Shabbat be a gift? Isn't Shabbat supposed to be the most enjoyable day of the week? I mean, Hashem, the creator of the world, did say that. Hashem said Shabbat Oneg. Shabbat is the most enjoyable day of the week. We look forward for the Sabbath the whole week. In fact, we have a halacha. The one should try to say, don't call it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Call it Yom Rishon Shabbat, Yom Sheni Shabbat. Yom Shlishi Shabbat. Always say, today is the first day closer to the seventh to Shabbat. Today is Monday closer to Shabbat. Always mention Shabbat every single day on the tip of your tongue the whole week. Because you always look forward for the Sabbath. Or the halacha is if you see a very fine piece of meat in the store that you like so much and you're not sure it's going to be around before the Sabbath. The halacha is if you know it's not going to be around, buy it now and say this is the Chvot Shabbat Kodesh. This is in the honor of Shabbat. If you have extra money, don't spend it on a meal during the week. Rather, use that extra money to celebrate the Shabbat better. Buy more candy, buy more meat, more drinks. Always spoil the Shabbat. Always give kavod. Always honor the Shabbat with better food, with more food, more expensive food. That's the halacha, because we love Shabbat. But the question is, how can Shabbat be so enjoyable? If one cannot drive, one cannot write, one cannot cook, one cannot use his phone, how enjoyable can it be already? The answer to that is, Rabotai, I'm going to tell you a very fundamental answer to this question about life. And before I see the answer, 
Again, I see calls are calling in. The number is 718-303-9090. The Real Jewish Talk Radio with Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi. 718-303-9090. This year is for Shiduch, for Havraham Ben Sipar. He shall find his Yivug, Be'ezrat Hashem, this month. And everybody say, Amen. Okay, so the answer to the question is like this. I once read an article. I'm a, I used to be a big newspapers guy. So I once read an article like this. When they first invented the train tracks many years ago, there was a father who had a few children in Europe. And every time he would travel to work, he would take a horse and buggy. Now, Abutai, I'm not sure how often you're, you uh, went on a horse and buggy, which I don't really enjoy. But if you did, it's very bumpy. Very, very bumpy. Uncomfortable ride. So that's how we went every single day to his uh, office, to his job. When they first invented the train tracks, you read all about it. Wow, there's something called the train ride. See, he goes on the train and he loved it. This father went to work with such pleasure. He had some tables there. He was able to take his notebooks and his pen and be calm and read books. He comes back home after the first week of using the train and he sees his teenage sons and he tells them, Aye, boys, this train thing, the best thing ever invented. The ride is so enjoyable. I love it. It's so relaxing. It feels so good to go on the train. I get to work so smoothly. It's so enjoyable, this whole train tracks thing. The teenagers listening to their father said, Hey, sounds like a lot of fun. Let us also try this out. They go buy tickets to the train and they go on the train. They go on the train ride, oh, yo, yo, one guy throws up, one guy is upset, they want to leave, they, wait, they can't wait for it to stop, they come back home, they turn to their father, they tell him, Dad, you told us the train ride is enjoyable, what are you talking about? It was so bumpy, it was so uncomfortable, it was hot as there, I was thirsty, I was hungry, I was dizzy, how can this be enjoyable? Rabatai, what is the difference between the father who said he enjoyed the ride and between the teenage boys who said they did not enjoy the ride? The answer is, the difference between the father and the sons are, the father, when he went on the train, he went on the train as a way to get to his destination. He had a job to get to, he had his office to get to. So he took the train. So if you have a destination, and that's to get to work like the father, if you have a destination to get to, if you have a goal to get to, if you have something to accomplish, the train ride is a beautiful ride. It's a smooth, calm ride. But the teenage boys, they went on the train with no destination. Riding the train itself was the destination. If riding the train itself was your whole goal, you better believe you'll be miserable because it's not, it's very bumpy. There's nothing to do. But if you had a goal to use the train station for the train to get to, the train will be a smooth ride. So to Rabatai to answer this question. Why is Shabbat the most enjoyable day? And thank you for sending me the question. Why is Shabbat the most enjoyable day? You know why? You know why Shabbat is the most enjoyable day? If you have a goal in life, if your goal is to get close to Hashem, if your priority is the right priority, and that is to get closer to Hashem all the time, if your goal is to get close to God, then Shabbat is the most enjoyable day of the week. Because you don't use your phone, you don't cook, you don't travel, you don't carry anything. You focus, you zoom in on Hashem. You focus, you zoom in on getting closer and closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You remind yourself that life is about spirituality, not physical pleasure. You remind yourself that we have bigger and better goals and higher goals in life, and that is to get closer to Hashem. If you have the right goals in life, if you have a destination... 
If you have accomplishments you want to reach, and that is getting closer to Hashem, Shabbat is the most enjoyable day of the week, literally. By the way, it's 100% true. If you have the right goal, Shabbat is the most enjoyable day. But if one doesn't have a goal in life, if one chooses not to have the right priorities, Shabbat is very boring. But what do you mean? My life is about having fun. I want to go on vacations. I want to go on YouTube. I want to go to the mall. I want to go to the beach. That's what my life is about. What are you talking about? Oh, the person chooses to be like that. First of all, it's a mistake. And second of all, Shabbat will be a very miserable day, very, very miserable day for that person because Shabbat just gets in the way. You can't do anything. According to that mindset, you can't do anything. But the truth is just the opposite. There is no greater enjoyment in life than serving Hashem. There is no greater enjoyment in life than getting closer and closer to God. And how do I know that? From Hashem Himself. Hashem, who created all the enjoyments of the world you can ever think of, said, the greatest enjoyment in life is growing in spirituality. Hashem, who created whatever you can think of as enjoyable, Hashem created it. A beautiful car, a fast car with nice lights, Hashem created that car. A big house, a big yacht, a big boat, a big airplane, a nice vacation, a nice island, good food. You know, there's a creator to all that. Hashem. And Hashem created all these fun things. Is telling you, hello, if you think that's fun, wait until you meet my creation called Torah. Wait until you meet my creation called the Sabbath. Do you know how enjoyable that is? If you want to enjoy life, it's Torah you want to pursue. If you want to enjoy life, it's Shabbat you want to keep. If you want to enjoy your food, it's kosher you want to keep. The more you follow the letter of the law, the more one follows Hashem in the Torah, the happier he will be, the more he will enjoy his life. Who said this? Hashem himself, the creator of the world. And I'll tell you a mashal to bring this home. But before I continue... I'm reminding everybody to call if you have any questions. Don't be afraid. 718-303-9090. 718-303-9090. This is the Yaakov Rehimi Show, Real Jewish Talk Radio. And by the way, we have an email if anybody wants to send in a question or a story they want to share with us, and I will say it on the radio next time. Our radio is realjewishtalk at gmail.com. Realjewishtalk at gmail.com. Please send me in your stories and your comments. I will mention on the air if anybody has any hashgachapatit stories, any miracles that happen in their life that they want to advertise on the radio for all New Yorkers, Connecticut and North Jersey, please send me an email to realjewishtalk at gmail.com or give us a call at 718-303-9090. I will try my best to advertise it here and spread Hashem's name in the world because that's our goal in life, to spread God's name in the world. So I'm going to say a mashal to bring it home and why serving Hashem is the most enjoyable thing. But before that, we're going to go on a break with music and then we'll be right back.
nation so diverse yet united at its core. Oh, freedom opportunity allowing us to soar. It's been four years, four great years, and you know, don't you really know? You've been heaven sent, Mr. President, to stand strong. The glory of our history, our flag is flying high. Oh, the promise of our future, we raise our voices high. It's been four years, four great years, and you know, don't you really know? You've been heaven sent, Mr. President, to stand strong now. We love America. On the news, they try to hide all your victories, your accomplishments, the way you lead with pride. But truth is always stronger. So join us as we sing our song. Come on, let's sing it for America. How much we appreciate our country. Sing along, my friends. America. Let's hope it stays that way. We are America, not China. Thank you so much for calling in to the Real Jewish Talk Radio with Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi 718. Oh, I know, I know the number. 718 We're continuing. We discussed a lot of good Jewish points before that, how Hashem exists, Hashem runs the world, Hashem is with us 24-7, God is here, God is everywhere, Hashem is involved in our lives, we just open up our eyes, we'll see how much Hashem is with us and holding our hand, we discuss why Shabbat, the Sabbath, is the most enjoyable day of the week, it's a gift that Hashem gave us, and right now I'm going to discuss more about how the most enjoyable thing is getting close to Hashem, but before we start, we have a caller, let's put him on the air, who called the number 718-303-9090, let's put this person on the air. We have him. Hello? Rabbi, how are you, my friend? Hello? Hello? Is this Kacham Yaakov? Hey, how are you? Great. Um, I'm going to keep myself anonymous here because... Um I don't want you to know who I am, because as I'm used to saying, I still want to be friends with you. Um, I just want to tell the listeners, the thousands and thousands of listeners out there, the shuchus they have, and the shuchus we all have, to have Chacham Yaakov Rahimi in general, and specifically on the radio right now. Um, before he hangs up me, because he's not going to appreciate what I have to say, I want to let everybody know that Chacham Yaakov Rahimi is a tzaddik adol. He saves thousands and thousands of neshamot every day. He has the Atta Shemaya to spread Hashem's Torah and to be my of countless nishamot in the world. And I have a schos to call him a friend and a mentor as well. That's all I wanted to say. And um Katir and Atlacha. Get off the air! No, I'm joking. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Okay, let's continue the shir. Thank you so much for calling in the caller from Bar Park, all the way from Hasidish land. Again, the number to call is 718-303-9090. Oh, I got a question here. Someone just sent me a question. What is the purpose of Yisurim? What is the purpose of suffering in life? This is a question texted from Queens, Kew Gardens in Queens. Wow, we're getting a lot of calls and... Text messages for the first night over here on the Real Jewish Talk Radio with her, Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi. Wow, I really sound like a radio talk show host already. All right. So if whoever wants to send in questions against the email is realjewishtalk at gmail.com, realjewishtalk at gmail.com. If you have a story you want to share to inspire the world and spread Hashem's name in the world, please don't be shy to email us the story, realjewishtalk at gmail.com. If you have a question you want to ask in the air, the number is 718 718- 303-9090. And to the caller who called from West Orange, for the caller who called from West Orange, please email me your story. He has this special person, has a story about how an Orthodox Jew saved his life. Please send in your story to the email, realjewishtalkradio at gmail.com. Let's get back into it. Someone here sent a question. What is the point of Yisurim? Yisurim in English is suffering and pain. What is the point of suffering in life? Why does God throw suffering on people? Before I answer that question, I said I was going to continue what I said before. Proving that the most enjoyable thing in life is getting close to Hashem. So if anybody wants to enjoy his life, the system is very easy. It's Torah, it's Shabbat, it's Judaism you want to pursue. One plus one equals two. Enjoyment equals God. How do I prove that to you? Like this. Imagine there's a very big store in Manhattan called Century 21. I hope he's not listening right now. But there's a very big store called Century 21 Department Stores. I have the honor of knowing the very special owner of that store. Very, very special person. He gives a lot of charity to Torah. Very, very special person. I once, more than once, went to his office in the city for a certain meeting. In order for me to get to his floor, you had to go through a few security guards and walkie-talkies and who is this guy and ID and using a golden elevator with another golden elevator with a credit card in the back and this and that. took me a while to get there. Finally, I sit with this special donor. I sit with him in his office, the owner of Century 21. I sit with him over there and I look outside the window and I see all the hundreds of people in Manhattan running and running and running. They all look like little ants from the place where I was, little small people just running. It all looks in the same direction, but they're all running in different directions. And each person is a whole world, by the way. Each person thinks he's going to be a millionaire. Everyone is pursuing and pursuing money. But whatever, that's a different topic at a different time. The point is, as I was sitting there with the owner of Century 21, I imagine to myself, imagine somebody walks in, one of the employees, and he asks the owner of the department store, of the clothing department store, and tells him, I want to get my wife a gift. I want to get her a pair of shoes. What's the best company with the best material quality for the best price? I'm assuming that the owner of Century 21 will be able to just tell him right away exactly which company is the best and which material and what price. Imagine if the employee would walk in and ask that question and the owner of Century 21, who's in the business for many years, says over exactly what the best company will be to buy his wife as a gift. Imagine me, this little guy over here, Yaakov Rahim, who has no clue what business is, especially not clothing. If you ever look at the way I look, I have no connection to these things at all. But thanks to my wife, at least I look better now. Imagine I will pop up and say, hey, owner of Century 21, you are incorrect. 
The best quality shoe is not what you're saying. You're wrong. The best quality shoes is this company and that material. Would it be foolish for a guy like me who has absolutely zero experience in the business, in the clothing business, to argue with somebody who owns the business for 30 years in the clothing business? The answer is yes. You're going to be a fool to argue with somebody who's in the business for so long when you have absolutely no background and no experience in the business of clothing. To argue with the owner on what the, which company is best to buy a gift for his wife. So too to all my listeners in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. For all the Jews that want to get closer and closer to Hashem, all the holy, holy, holy Jews in the world, all the sons and daughters of a Kaddush Baruch Hu of God. Hashem created the world and the most enjoyable thing in the world. All the enjoyments you can ever imagine. Don't think too much, but all the enjoyments you can ever imagine, Hashem created it. God created it. He told us the most enjoyable thing is getting closer to Him. Men, women, and children. Learning Torah. Keeping Shabbos. The Sabbath. It's hard for me to say that. Sabbath. Keeping kosher. Getting closer and closer to God, praying to Hashem, no matter what Jew you are, where you come from, how old you are, what level, when I say no matter what Jew, I mean reform, conservative, orthodox, secular, traditional, it's all the same. We're all the, you know what, when I say all the same, what I mean to say is, in the eyes of Hashem, we all have great potential to get close to Him, if one chooses to. Everybody, is equal. What does it mean everybody is equal? Everybody has the ability to choose to do what's right. What does that mean? All men are created equal. We know in America they're very into that. All men are created equal. What does that mean all men are created equal? You know what that means, by the way? Whether you're a Jew, whether you're a non-Jew, it doesn't make a difference. You know what that means? That means all men are created equal means every person has the ability and the choice to choose to do the right thing or the wrong thing. Everybody is equal to make decisions. Everybody has the right to make the right or wrong decision. That's what it means. All men are created equal. Every person has the opportunity to do what's right, to follow the, the law, to follow the Torah, and to follow the mitzvah that he's supposed to do or not to. That's what it means. Everybody is created equal. Everybody has great potential. No two people. Hashem didn't create one person with big potential, the other one with less potential. No way. Everybody's equal. Everybody has the potential to reach closer and closer to Hashem through learning the Torah, through praying to Hashem, through blessing Hashem, through keeping the Sabbath, through not stealing, through controlling our mouth, not speaking Lashonara bad on one another, through being careful with what we eat. Every person is equal in reaching high levels of getting closer and closer to God on their level. So over here, Hashem created all the most enjoyable thing you can ever think of. What does he say? He writes clearly, he says clearly, the most enjoyable thing in the world is learning Torah. So who, and getting close to him in spirituality. So who can get up in 2021 and say, Hashem, Hashem, parentheses, I think you're making a mistake. The most enjoyable thing is money. The most enjoyable thing is pursuing wealth. The most enjoyable thing is becoming wealthier and wealthier and wealthier and wealthier. The most enjoyable thing is owning a yacht and a boat. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with doing all these things. But don't think if you got that, you got life. Don't think if you're going to get those, you will enjoy life. No, that's a mistake. Hashem already has the blueprint of life. And the Torah is already a blueprint of what's enjoyable, what's not. What's the most enjoyable, what's not. And Hashem says clearly, the most enjoyable thing in life is pursuing 
God. The most enjoyable thing in life is doing the right thing, not the easy thing. The most enjoyable thing in life is getting closer to God, although sometimes it might be hard, but it's enjoyable. You know who said so? Hashem. It's based on science. The fact that Torah is enjoyable, the fact of keeping the Sabbath is enjoyable, God said that. It's based on science, as Americans call it. Learning Torah, keeping the Shabbat, getting close to Hashem. Ay, what an awesome life. So for all those listeners in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut that are already keeping the Shabbat, Ashrechem, Ashrechem. But make sure, try your best to show off to the world how awesome it is to keep Shabbat. Be proud of you keeping Shabbat. Thank Hashem every day for giving you the honor to want to keep Shabbat. And try to help out as many Jews as possible that you know of to tell them about the Shabbat. Don't shy away from spreading the truth to the world and telling the world how the most enjoyable thing is getting close to Hashem. Stand up for Hashem. Be proud. Spread His name as much as possible across the world. Tell others about the enjoyment. You're having fun in life. You're religious. You merited your zochet to keep Shabbat. Your zochet to keep kosher. Your zochet to appreciate what it means to live with Hashem every moment, recognizing the awareness that Hashem is here. You're enjoying your life. You're having fun. Lucky you, but make sure you share with other people. Share the wealth. Share the wealth. Go around and spread Torah as much as possible. Tell others, maybe we can learn once a week on the phone. Maybe you want to come to my meal for Shabbat. Don't be shy. Be aggressive when it comes to Judaism. Be an offense when it comes to serving Hashem, not on defense. Be proud of what you're doing. Spread terror as much as possible. How about you start with this? How about you tell them about the radio show from now on? Every Monday night with Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi, Real Jewish Talk Radio. Over here, 620 AM, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, from 7 to 8. If anybody has any questions, please send your question to 718-303-9090, 718-303-9090. And I have a text message over here, another one from Queens. Okay, but I first have the other one I have to answer about why Hashem sends suffering to people. That will be the next question after this song, but I want to, after the break, but I want to finish up before the break. I hope I was clear. I hope the message got out. There is nothing more enjoyable than serving Hashem. If anybody wants to start spreading Torah, let me mention you one organization you can start right now. Partnersintorah.com. Go to Google, Chacham Google, and put in partnersintorah.com. You get to choose to learn with Jews across the world, literally across the world, Europe, Brazil, America, Jews that are hungry to grow, literally hungry to grow in spirituality. All they need is a mentor. So if you were lucky enough to grow up religious, if you were lucky enough that right now you keep Shabbat, be proud of yourself and show it off. Go to partnersintorah.com and become a mentor. Don't be shy. You have it in you to teach Torah. You'll be surprised how much you know and how much Torah knowledge you can share with other Jews in the world. And let's bezlat Hashem, spread Hashem's name as much as possible. Go to partnersintorah.com and become a mentor right away. Don't wait. Do it right away. We'll continue right after the song to answer the questions from Queens. Thank you, Hashem. 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 
Okay, thank you everybody for keep on listening to 6.20 a.m. New York, Connecticut, North Jersey. This is Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi on the new show every Monday night from 7 to 8, Real Jewish Talk. If anybody has any questions or stories they want to share about spreading Hashem's name in the world, a nest that happened to you, a miracle, this is the place to advertise it. I'm giving you the opportunity to do that. Please email me your story. Real Jewish Talk at gmail.com. Real Jewish Talk at gmail.com. If anybody has any questions, please call 718-303-9090. 718-303-9090. To answer this person's question, this holy Jew from Queens, from Kew Gardens, asked me a question over here live on the radio. Why does Hashem send Yisurim? Why does Hashem send suffering? unfortunately, to people. I'm going to give a very quick answer. I'm going to give a very quick answer because we don't have that much time, and I want to say two halachot. But the answer to that is, Rabotai, the reason why Hashem sends Yisuim is because we're in this world for temporary. One is not in this world forever. We're in this world for temporary. This is just a train stop for the next world. The more a person recognizes this world is not for error and this world is temporary, the one, the more one recognizes that we have a bigger goal, that's the next world, the more he will understand why suffering is important in this world. 
Because you know, what Yisurim do to a person, what suffering does, and it should never happen to anybody. Everyone should always have a good, easy, healthy life with no problems. Anybody across the world, Jews or non-Jews, everyone should always have a healthy, healthy life and healthy children. But the reason why Hashem sends suffering to a person is because when one gets too comfortable in life, in this world, he forgets about Hashem. When one has everything going well, he forgets about his maker, about the creator of the world, and that's very bad. To forget about Hashem, to walk on earth with two feet and forget about your own creator is pretty bad. So Hashem has to poke a little bit, pinch a little bit, for a person to wake up and look up, and look up. They say a mashal, imagine you have a person in the city that got locked in his apartment, he lives on the 10th floor, and there's no electricity, there was a blackout, and he's stuck on the 10th floor. He opens up the window and he starts screaming, help, help. But all the passerbyers ignore him. He screams, help. Everybody ignores him. He's like, you know what? Let me throw cash out of the window. He takes cash and he throws it out of the window. He looks at everybody, hundreds and hundreds of people picking up cash from the floor. But nobody bothers to look up who threw the money. He starts throwing bananas, tomatoes. Everybody picks it up, but nobody bothers to look up who throws it. He's like, you know what? I don't have a choice. Let me throw the printer down. He opens up the window and he chucks the printer out of the window. Boom! It lands on the floor. Somebody looks up up for a second, but continues walking. Still did not get his attention. He takes the couch and he chucks it out of the window. Boom! Then everybody looks up. Whoa! Where did that couch come from? They look up and he says, help, help! I'm stuck in my apartment. So to Rabbatai, to bring a Mashada parable to home. Hashem, always wants us to look up to Him and thank Him and praise and say thank you Hashem for giving us life. Thank you Hashem for giving us the opportunity to serve you, Jews or non-Jews. Thank you Hashem for giving us the opportunity to keep the Shabbat, to learn Torah, to praise you, to serve you, to spread your name as much as possible. But when things are going well, usually it's harder to remember to look up to Hashem. So Hashem sometimes, we should never get there, but sometimes Hashem has to throw something down that will hit us a little bit, like boom, we wake up, and then we look up to Hashem and we remember that we have a creator to the world. We remember that we're here for our purpose, to serve Hashem. That's one of the reasons why Hashem gives Yisuim, to wake up the person for an ultimate goal, for a bigger and better goal in life, and that is to get close to Hashem. I hope I answered your question, David from Queens, and sorry for the other questioner from Queens just sent me a question, and I have a question here from Lakewood too. I am sorry. Please keep it for next week. Every Monday night, Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi, 6.20 a.m., the number to call, 718-303-9090. Please email me, realjewishtalk at gmail.com. Realjewishtalk at gmail.com. Please send me only comments if you like the show so far, if you don't like it, if it's boring, if it's exciting, any more topics you want to talk about. Please send in any comments you want. Any questions you have, feel free to get in the air. We're here to spread Hashem's name as much as possible and bring myself and all of us together closer and closer to Hashem as much as possible and live for a better purpose, and that is to serve Hashem. I want to say one halacha. This whole hour was for a zivug, a gun bezat Hashem, for Avraham ben Tzipira. All the Torah learning to the thousands and thousands of Jews listening across New York, New Jersey, Connecticut right now, who were on the air, who got any inspiration, the merit should go in honor of Avraham bin Sipara to find his zivug, to find his kala, his wife, this month, Be'ezat Hashem. Whoever wants to sponsor next week's shiur, please email me, realjewishtalk at gmail.com. 
Please email me realjewishtalk at gmail.com to sponsor next week's Shiler Fuash Lema Nishmat. We're gonna speak about Torah a lot. One Allah before we end off, when you wake up in the morning, one should not touch his nose, ears, or eyes when he wakes up in the morning till he washes his hands. Three times in the left, three times in the right. One, 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 one. Three times in each hand. One after the next. The right pours and the, uh, sorry. The left pours on the right and the right and the left. The left and the right, the right and the left, the right and the left. Three times in each hand. Only then can you touch your nose and your ears. Otherwise, unfortunately, you can put bad spirits on your nose and your ears because when you go to sleep, you go to Shamayim and you come back, you have some impure spirits with you. So make sure you wash your hands first. Please do that tomorrow morning. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week, 7 to 8, Rabbi Yaakov Rahimi, 620 AM. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.